I, I love the job. I really do. I, it's, it's a completely different gig. Um, you're still selling, obviously. But uh, I think I have a natural, I think I'm a better finance manager than salesperson. It seems like that happens often with uh, managers in the car business. You know, we have a it's couple a people sold over 40 cars this last month. And I mean, the most I ever sold in a month was 27, you know, and uh, I feel like I'm a better manager than I ever was a salesperson. Yeah, I never even hit 27. So, I mean, and, you know, not the same exact thing, but we got Anthony. Do you remember Anthony Lowe? Uh-uh. So he's a guy that Jay uh, met, uh, one of the owners of the dealership I'm at, Weston's. Uh, Jay met him at um, his job previously, which was Outback. Took a liking to the guy, hired him, put him on the line, did okay. Put him in finance, did okay. Went to the desk, and he's, he's a really good desk manager. Yeah, I think David had told me about him. Uh, you know, how that was kind of like Jay's hangout was Outback, right? Yeah, I guess that was his uh, little getaway after work if he needed a break or something. Uh, you know, I don't see Jay outside of work. So, but that's what I was told is he'd go there and stop and, uh, just kind of start chatting him up a little bit. He's, uh, one of those guys that you meet and after one conversation, you realize he's a pretty intelligent fellow. So, uh, he, he's very, very, uh, methodical, real smart, real quick. So, uh, I, I like him on the desk a lot. He's a good dude. Cool. Well, we'll get right into it. What do you think? Uh, what do you think is you're, you're kind of going into as far as uh, you know, saying methodical and quick. But what do you think makes a good finance manager? Uh, detail oriented. Um, you know, if your paperwork's not tight, then you don't have anything. Uh, more importantly than well, equally importantly, I'll say is uh, the customer needs to leave as happy as they walked in. Uh, you can't. You know, that's the part that people dread. That's the part that. Uh, people are concerned about for whatever reason um, that that gives them. So my first five minutes is, is trying to let people know you're, you know, you're not going to get put in a position you're uncomfortable with. Uh, it's not a high pressure circumstance where I want you to, to leave here, pulling your hair out. I want you to leave here feeling stoked on your new vehicle and uh, protected. And, and that's the way I approach it. And it's, it's being just, brutally honest, you know, cause I, every now and then you get the customer, what's the, what's the downside of this? There has to be a downside. So just hit, hit people with the truth and it's pretty beneficial. What's uh, surprised you the most as you've, uh, cause you've been doing, how long have you been in finance now, Justin? Um, just short of seven years. Yeah. And what, what do you think has surprised you the most uh, as you've uh, kind of hit your stride now in the position? Well, it, you know, it's actually varies with the desk manager. Uh, it's a different, different uh, workload depending on who, who you're working with and, and your sales crew as well. Uh, so for me, uh, it's, 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 there's a, it's much work when you don't have a customer in front of you as when there is when you're pitching or when you're signing. So uh, that's probably the biggest thing is making sure that you know your programs, you know what uh, current rates are, uh, you know what's covered, what's not, what you're what you're telling people, so you don't misstep and set yourself up for failure by, you know, unintentionally, you know, uh, crossing something the salesperson said, or sometimes the desk will come out and greet a customer, and you don't want to ever contradict each other, even if there's no ill intent whatsoever. It just you, you want to make sure that the customer doesn't have any negative perception. So, like I said, making sure they leave just as happy as they came in. As far as uh, jobs in the car business, how has your family thought about 
uh, the last seven years versus how, how long did you sell cars before you got into finance? About the same. So the about, first seven uh, years, what, what would your family say about your first seven years versus the last seven years? Uh, I think that uh, the hours are definitely a lot more. There's a lot more responsibility with it, but they have, you know, noticed a difference. And I've kind of excelled more in finance than I did as a salesperson. So, I mean, there's, there's a difference there in the, in the, you know, the benefit of going to work and putting in those hours and, and grinding. But um, I would say the biggest thing is we always used to talk about it like it was going to happen. Uh, it was a very weird thing. I remember having conversations with my wife or my wife even talking about me to some family friends. And she would say, when Justin gets in finance. And I, I wouldn't say anything, but in my head, I'm like, man, you're really <laughs> setting the bar, you know? Especially there, I didn't, I didn't know if I'd get the opportunity. I don't know if you remember, but I used to go up to Jay's office and, you know, ask him once in a while. And he'd be like, well, what's your uh, high school education, your college education, rather? Uh, or, you know, where do you previously have ex experience in finance? And uh, it was always none. No, don't have anything. You know, just think I, I used to say the same thing. I think I have the competence and aptitude to do very well with the job. Yeah, and I don't think, uh, see, Jay's a pretty smart guy in, in that regard. And just because he's asking those questions and owners in general, when they ask those questions, a lot of times we think that they're, that it's a knock on us if we, if we don't have the prior education. And sometimes they really like that because then they can kind of mold you the way that they want to mold you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, to be completely frank, I don't know that anybody there thought that um, – thought that I was going to do maybe as good as I did end up doing or eventually ended up doing. Um, but, uh, I, I, it kind of comes naturally in terms of liking the job, not, not being good at it, but liking it. So I, I actually enjoy when things are going, uh, well, and everybody's doing their part. I really actually enjoy my work. So that's, that's huge, man. You know how big that, uh, of a difference that makes in, Mentally and going yeah, every day. Back up. How did you, Justin, how did you get, because no one ever uh, grows up thinking they want to be a car salesman or, you know, a finance manager in the car business. How did you get in the car business? So I uh, grew up in Southern California. Uh, could be a whole long story about that, but I had children at a very young age. My wife and I have been together since we were 13 years old. We had a, our first born at 16 and I was doing construction and, and kind of odd odd jobs, warehouse work, uh, and nothing wrong with that, but I, that's what I was doing. And, and it wasn't, wasn't fulfilling. And when I was, uh, just turned 19, my grandfather, uh, said, Hey, you, you talk a lot, man, you should go <laughs> apply to a car dealership. And I applied to five and one of them, Ford of Orange in Southern California, got back to me about 90 seconds later. said, we'd like to interview you walked in and five minutes after walking in, I was hired. <laughs> And so, and, and you were with a child at that time already? You had one of your babies already at that time? I actually had one and one on the way. <laughs> I had four, four children at the age of 23 years old. And, and what did your wife think of when you first, you know, because you were, you were then 18, 19 when you got in the car business then? Yeah. Yep. And what did your wife think of that when you got in the car business? Can you remember back? Yeah, I don't know that she had any good or bad thoughts per se. I think she always kind of had faith that, uh, I would put in the work and, and not, you know, not let anything, uh, 
I wasn't afraid of work. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't afraid to put the time in. Uh, definitely needed to improve as, as we all do when we start out green. There's some people that are naturals. I wasn't one of those guys. I feel like I needed, like you said, some molding. And uh, I've been really lucky to have some good guys come in and out uh, that I kind of look up to, yourself being one of them, uh, that, that kind of shaped my perspective on it, uh, which has in turn shaped their perspective on it as time's gone on. But in the beginning, I think she just, uh, you know, was optimistic that it would be something that would provide. And, and if anything, we weren't, we didn't have much. So, you know, being okay for a month or having food on the table was good enough for us at that time. We really didn't have anything. And she, she's always seemed really supportive of you. Uh, how, how long have you guys been married now? So we got married at 17 years old, six months after my uh, daughter was born, my firstborn. And, uh, we actually got together, like, you know, air quotes dating, uh, the year, of eighth grade. So we've been together. I mean, I'm 33, so that's 20 years now. Uh, yeah. married 17. Yeah. Yeah. 17 going on 17. And, um, the, the majority of my life for sure. We had this conversation last night and I actually said that, you know, we've spent more time together than we have not in our, in our lifetimes, which is, uh, it's kind of cool to say it. 33. You oh, don't see a ton of it. Yeah, no, that is a uh, that is a great testament to, you know, car guys in general and uh, car salespeople for that matter. That you're definitely a, an anomaly and someone that you know people should should look to for, you know, it can uh, be successful when it comes to a, a relationship, regardless of people go through, you know, times of, uh, you know, where they're where they're really uh, struggling, you know, with the car business when it comes to relationships, but you are an example of, you know, how successful a relationship can be. And now you guys, you have four, four kids or three? Four. Yeah. You got, you have a one boy and three girls, right? You got it, man. Yeah. And your, your oldest one, she's what now 15 or so? 16. 16. Okay. So, and so it's boy, what, weird to say out loud. Nine. Okay. Nine yeah. to 16, it's a spread. So, uh, yeah, I got 16, 14, 11, and nine. Okay. So, yeah, so he's the youngest. What, what's he think about having three older sisters? It depends on what day of the week it is. But uh, for the most part, he, uh, he's going to know how to treat a woman. He's going to be a gentleman. Uh, and if you ask him what he thought about it, he'd probably tell you uh, he doesn't like it. But I think at the end of the day, he loves it. Does that make sense? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, uh, he, he's definitely doted on a lot and, uh, he's got a lot of, you know, jokingly in jest, we call the house, the estrogen bubble between my, my wife's a stay at home mom. And, uh, there's a lot of women in the house, so you got to know uh, where to step and where not to and pick your battles. And, uh, he gets, he gets loved on his, I'm really, really blessed that my kids truly are best friends. Like my, my two oldest is, you know, spend every waking moment together and my two youngest uh, spend every waking moment together. So, and, and they, they love it. So I, I mean, I'm, you know, there's the obvious back and forth here and there, but for the most part, they're all best friends, which is very, very cool. Um, and you, uh, you, they grew up or growing up a little different than you did. You said you grew up in Southern California. And, and when I remember you, when you were, I think I met you in 2010, I feel like you still definitely had that California chip. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree. Uh, they're, they're, Upbringings polar opposite, but um, I, I try to 
I used to have this thing in my head that they need to know the difference between how my life went and, you know, where they're coming up and how theirs is. And, uh, I, I'm, I put less importance on that these days, but, um, yeah, they, I'm, I'm very, 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 very fortunate that, uh, we made the choice to move up here, uh, which I'll tell you at times when that first happened, that was definitely second guessing, a lot of second guessing, uh, but just persevered kind of through it and lucky enough to have a couple of good people around me to point me in the right direction and then just, uh, too dumb to quit, I guess. So what's the, uh, how's COVID been uh, for the family? Uh, and well, I guess maybe back up, what do you guys usually do, like to do uh, as a family? Are you the outdoor uh, type family or what do you guys like to do? So to answer that, I don't know how you are with this, but I'm not, uh, I'm always looking forward to being home, right? Because I work, we work a lot, right? Uh, 65, 70 hours a week is not abnormal whatsoever in a five day work week. And then if you're pushing the six or seven days, having to cover somebody or month end, so I love coming home and relaxing. My kids are the furthest thing from lazy. They always want to do something. They want to go explore, hike. Um, they're, they're definitely not the kids that want to sit around and watch movies or anything like that too much. Don't get me wrong. We, we definitely do that too. But, uh, you know, I, I've never, uh, for example, like the two, the two older ones, my, my older girls, I don't ask them, did you do your homework? I, I kind of stopped doing that when they were like, yeah, I finished it four hours ago. And they both got 4.0s this last year and they're doing really well. And, um, but yeah, the, the family life, uh, my wife keeps the, the, the home chaos control. I don't know how she does it, but uh, she does, which I couldn't do it. So, you know, it's, 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 it's something that, uh, again, super thankful that she's able to, she just has a, you know, mother's intuition. Uh, she just knows what to do and when to do it and what to say and, and with the, when it comes to the kids and, I do my absolute best. I feel like I started with an A and my job is not to, to, to drop my grade. Yeah. And I don't, obviously I don't know your wife, but I remember uh, that from through you that she seems to run a pretty tight ship. She is uh, not one to miss a single thing. That's for sure. She, uh, if you tell her she's OCD, she says, uh, no, I'm CDO. It's got to be in the proper order. So <laughs> uh, she, she does, she, she does run a tight ship for sure. And I thought I saw that, uh, I don't remember, maybe it was a while back on Instagram, but it looks like you guys had gone on some family trips. Yeah, we, we actually, ironically, we, we hadn't gone on a ton. Uh, that was kind of one of the things that they were, um, I was unhappy about, but they, they would never complain to me about it or anything remotely like that. But uh, in my own mind, I have not done enough of that. And uh, so this, this year when... Uh, everything lined up as far as dealing with some, some other things going on inside the house and health and things like that. It lined up that we were able to take this trip and go to Hawaii. So I've never been, uh, my kids actually went to YWAM last year, which is a, uh, you know, a church related activity camp in, uh, Honolulu. Yeah. Honolulu. And, um, but I wanted to take a, a real legitimate family trip. And the big thing was my daughter turning 16 triggered, like, Hey man, she's going to be out of the house. You don't do this soon. You know, who knows what's going to happen in the future. And I'm really thankful that I didn't wait because the day we flew back from Hawaii was the first time I heard the words COVID-19. And we got on the plane. I'd never heard it before. Half the people had masks. It was, you know, uh, bleach flavored uh, air fresheners everywhere on the plane. And that's literally the first time I had heard of it. So, and then about a week later, Hawaii wasn't allowing people to, to fly in. 
So it just, it, you know, it worked out really, really well. We had an amazing time and very cool experience and got to see some very cool things. Yeah, that's uh, that's some blessed timing there. Now, while you were there, did you see uh, your friend Derek Napoleon? Did you go visit him? Wrong island, dude. We went to Maui, and he's on the big island. So I, I got there, and, and you know, not knowing, I was just like, "Hey, we're here in Hawaii." And he's like, "Yeah, but you're not on the island I live on." So uh, <laughs> he he is a good buddy of mine. I, I like Derek a lot, and uh, we still keep in touch. And uh, but now nah, he's he was on the wrong island. So I I was on the wrong island. Island. It's his home. And he's helped you a lot in your journey and, and faith, right? He, there was two people and, uh, you know, you and I didn't really talk before this, but there's two people. I attribute you and him as far as uh, people at work. And then, uh, my, my kids and my wife, um, uh, I don't know if you remember, I mean, you, you deal with a lot of different salespeople. When I was working for you as a salesperson, we used to have conversations from time to time. And I really always appreciated your outlook and the same thing with Derek you guys both spoke to me in a way that wasn't trying to to you were you were just giving me your perspective and I I did not grow up in that and that wasn't in my comfort zone I didn't go to church as a kid uh didn't grow up with a mom that that took me she worked on you know a lot and, and really couldn't but uh it's something I struggled with to be to be honest with you throughout my life uh just the understanding and comfortability with it and um it took a, a lot of things for, for me to open, open up my eyes a little bit. I'll use, use those words for, for that. But I felt and, like you, you guys, um, cause your wife was, uh, I know that she's always been pretty uh, religious uh, or mm -hmm. so it seemed anyways. And do you guys attend church together now? Yeah. Well, pr pri prior to COVID. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Every, every Sunday, every Sunday. Then we have a youth group on either Wednesday or Friday. Uh, unfortunately I can't usually make those cause of work. Uh, and we have a class that we do on Monday nights that I do make. So, uh, my kids run the youth group there now. And, um, yeah, we, we, we I don't miss it, man. I, it's a weird thing. Cause, uh, to be from where I was to where I am, if you would have asked me five years ago, I, I you know, and said, here, I'll bet you a million bucks. I still wouldn't have a million bucks. I never would have thought. Um, things would have changed as drastically as they have and my perspective and, and, and experiences that have taken place over that time period. And uh, I think God came down and kind of grabbed me by the shoulder and said, Hey, come this way. Yeah, that is, that is really good stuff. And it's always uh, his plan for sure. And especially the timing, uh, no doubt. And uh, yeah, definitely. I, I think that uh, just from what I know about you and, and, you know, and I call it the California chip and I, and I consider you a pretty stubborn man. And I mean that in a kind way, cause I'm, I'm super stubborn myself, you know, and, and I think that's your strength also. I think that your stubbornness is your strength. And I think that's why you, you know, that, that you can excel also. Yeah. I think there's definitely something to that. Uh, and it, that's a very real thing that that chip, uh, is something you have to, to realize that other people pick up on that you might not. You know, it's funny is a lot of my buddies throughout my life and guys that I, I really hold in high regard will tell me, hey, when I first met you, you know, I kind of thought you were going to be this or that. Uh, getting to know you, whatever you know, they think now, but uh, I guess I didn't present myself in the best light possible in the beginning, uh, which. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I think that I think uh, that, that's what I mean by your, sometimes our weakness is our strength, too. And that's oh. what I mean. It's not 
really a weakness at all. And it's amazing also how kids can change us, isn't it? A hundred percent. I, I, for my personal walk in faith, my kids are the ones who ultimately got me to walk in the door of a, of a church. Uh, My two oldest particularly. Um, And it's funny because it's, it's not something where it's like I went to one and just clicked. I actually went to a couple and still struggled to, to understand and to, to feel comfortable uh, and to even, I don't, not to feel comfortable. I struggle to step out of my comfort zone. And when we went to where we attend to this day, which is city harvest here in uh, Vancouver, it's, I knew when I walked in the door that that was home. The second I walked in the door, I knew I was where I was supposed to be. Um, which again, you did know me before, but anybody else that if they knew me before, that would probably be a stretch for them to think. So, uh, I couldn't be more thankful that things worked out the way they did in that aspect, in that regard. And it's a really, really cool thing to, to, to know that my, my children are the ones who, who, you know, taught me, I didn't teach them. They taught me. Um, and that, that's something I'm very appreciative of. And I would definitely say the same thing. I think our children are really the, they open doors for us that we never could have imagined in this, in this world for sure. And I think that is so cool uh, how you are a walking testament to uh, that. Is, that is so powerful. And uh, the children are the key in the, in the unconditional love that, you know, especially a father uh, has for them is, is, is really amazing stuff. And, uh, how, how is your relationship, uh, you know, uh, different in, in ways with, with each one of them, maybe, or especially like with your boy versus your girls? You know, that's, that's an interesting question because the same, you know, what you call the California ship, I, I definitely had that. And with my firstborn, um, she, she got to experience things with me having that outlook on life and, and that perspective on how to deal with anything from everyday problems to small stuff, big stuff, whatever you call it. And by the time my son came, um, I wasn't, wasn't the same, but I'm definitely was not also anywhere near where I am today. So, uh, with my boy, it is funny. And I, I hate to say it. I try not to, to be hypocritical or live, live a double standard and, I think my oldest would give me some credit. I've been, I've been pretty understanding of certain things, but just every parent should say this. I really do have the four best children on this planet. Uh, I, I know that's super uh, cliche, but uh, like I said, my two oldest kids got 4.0. I never once looked at their homework last year. Um, you know, they've been through so much in their short time or, or on this earth and as many laps around the sun as they've had to be where they're at. Like I just could not be more proud and I couldn't say it enough. And with my boy, he's still nine years old. He's still young, but he's just such a, he's funny and compassionate and kind and what, what, who they are naturally is more than I could have ever prayed for, wished for, asked for. I mean, it's just exceeded any and all expectations I ever could have wanted. And if you knew me when I was a kid, that's really kind of the, the complete opposite. So, uh, like I said, man, I couldn't be more, more blessed, more, more grateful. And, uh, I, again, I would love to take credit for it too, but that'd be, that would be true. Uh, they just naturally have this wisdom and, and compassion for others and kindness and concern. And, um, I'm very, very, very thankful for it. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, you know, even though you're not trying to take credit, you know, they, it's amazing what they get from you. And, and of course, you know, they get a lot of good stuff from their mother and, uh, oh, yeah. You know, that's why I think that a, a strong man uh, definitely has a strong woman uh, to support them and, and vice versa. But uh, I do, what I know of your wife is she always uh, was supportive of you. And I think that she was able to see your strength uh, in yourself even before before you could. Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely something to that. And, uh, you know, being in a marriage where one person believes one thing and the other person's kind of walking with the blindfold on can be very difficult. Uh, and not having the same belief system, it, it was, it was a struggle. And, and it is, but I can't tell you the, the feeling when we go to church together as a family, uh, how, how whole I feel. I couldn't, I, there's no, there's no better feeling than that for me. Um, and again, the whole story of how it happened, it's really long, but the, the whole story of how it happened, how it came together, uh, I couldn't have wrote it if I wanted to. Uh, it's one of those things that, like I said, just a couple of years before I would have, I would have really highly doubted that would have ended the way, uh, it did not end it, but uh, gone the way it went. And, uh, yeah, she, she's definitely, uh, resilient to say the least. And so, um, do your kids have any aspiration to be car salesmen? None whatsoever. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> Actually, my kids want to be missionaries, dude. They want to save the world. They want to go out and touch people and, 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 and help people and um, share the word. And, and, you know, my daughter maybe a year ago said, hey, would you, would you uh, disown me if I didn't go to college? And I was kind of taken back because we were birthday shopping for mom, which ironically was about a year ago because mom's birthday is next week. Uh, and I said, no, but why are you saying that? You know, you got a 4.0 average in, in high school. What's, what's going on that would make you even consider not going? Because I'm not, I'm not so sure that going is the best thing in this day and age anymore, but it just depends on what your goals are. Um, and she said she wanted to go to like, you know, Portland Bible school or, or something like that and possibly get into being a pastor. So, uh, I don't know if that's her, her goal right now. I think uh, she's kind of leaving it open. She's she's mentioned getting into the medical field, which would be awesome. We've had a couple laps with that too. So she she would uh both both of them would be excellent at that. But um, I don't think any of them aspire to do what I do, and I don't know that I would push them in that direction. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's uh you know it is not the easiest gig. It does require a lot of your time. Um, did you guys change your hours at all? For, for any of this stuff going on? Yeah, so we, we originally did in um, at the start of April, we went from, see normally we're open from 8 a.m. until 9 p.m. And then we went from, we changed and, and to, we went to 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then before the end of April, we just, we changed back. We decided that in, uh, by the time uh, the third week of April or so, we decided we're just gonna change our mindset to uh, being the busiest store in the entire planet. And, uh, and thankfully uh, we did that because by the time May first hit, and now that we've ended May, we just ended with a, a record month of, of all time for that store. So that's a long oh, way of answering. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason I asked that though, is we were getting off at six and I, I got to tell you like the two hours 
that difference of coming home and having dinner every night, for the most part, you know, you have your, your, your late nights here and there, but for the most part, I was having dinner every night with the family. It, it was so impactful and made me see that uh, because for the entire time I've been in finance, I pretty much bailed five days a week. Uh, we've never, I, I have the GM store by myself and there's three guys that rotate a Kia and, uh, that, that extra two hours was huge coming home and, and having that time with them at night. That wasn't just, Hey, right before bed, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Quick conversations, but actually having time to sit and relax with them and, and unwind at the end of the day and talk with them. And, um, not just on my days off and that two days that you try to fit it as much as you can in was, was, it was the perfect job. If, if we could have business be that and work, work the hours, <laughs> Till then, and be home every night. That'd be absolutely amazing. But uh, that said, um, going back to your question, that was a long-winded answer. Going back to your question, I don't think any of them are going to get in the auto industry. Although, <laughs> I will tell you, they're all natural-born closers. Every one of them, or at least they close me constantly. Yeah. Well, I, again, I think that you're. I'm willing to bet that your wife's a better closer than you. And uh, that it sounds like, uh, you know, uh, with as much time as they spent with her and then with you being as strong a salesperson that you are, I can't imagine that they couldn't do anything that they set their minds to. Yeah, that's, that's kind of my mentality with them. I really believe that if they decide they want something and they're willing to put in the work, they, they can absolutely do anything they, they want. Like I, going back to every parent should feel that way. I genuinely believe that they can do whatever they, whatever they want in this world. Um, they're, they're so much smarter just naturally than, than I was as, as a young person their age that I'm, I'm constantly in awe and I'm constantly, uh, you know, comparing it to how I was, at the, you know, where they're at in their, their life. And there's, they're so far ahead of the game and, uh, I said, I'm just trying to keep pointing them in the right direction. And if I don't know the direction, then I just follow them. <laughs> yeah, just stay out of their way uh, most of the time, you know. And, and like you said, they they teach you and, and you learn as you go. And uh, it sounds, though, Justin, like you're an amazing father. And uh, I'm sure any one of them uh, would say that. And and your mentality of of them just uh, seeking happiness is, is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I appreciate that very much. And... Uh, it's, it's one of those things where it, like the, I would have never told you as a young man that like working hard and, and, and just what I've ended up doing and putting in the hours and putting in the time and kind of grinding and, you know, the auto industry can, can have its peaks and valleys, as you know, very well. Uh, I've always told newer people or guys that are a little green or gals that are a little green that the, the, if you can maintain an even keel, if you have a three car day, don't, don't think you're the best guy in the world, a gal in the world. Uh, and if you slump for five days or a week or two, you're not horrible at selling cars. You're slumping. So if you can maintain the peaks and valleys, I think you can do really well at it. But, um, you know, I, I feel like if they wanted to do it, they could. But I, I'd like to do, see them do something different. I'd like to see them walk down their own path. And I absolutely agree. My wife would crush it. <laughs> she would be, she put 35 up by the 15th and take two weeks off. <laughs> Yeah, I think your my your wife may kill you if they end up in the car business. Yeah, I might be out of a job. It's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs>
So where are you guys, uh, where's the next family trip going to be when you can finally, it's not easy uh, to get a family trip going for one, but where is the next one that you want to take everybody? So it's kind of a, a double edged question because pretty much every year what we've done is they've either gone on a trip without me to visit family because it's extended periods or we've gone down to California or my wife's family's from Utah. And uh, a couple times I've gone, uh, but in the last pretty much the whole time I've been in, in finance, I haven't really gone on vacation. We've done weekends up the coast and, and small trips, uh, but not like a week long thing or anything like that for vacation. Missed for some other stuff, but um, so I think right now with everything going on, we just want to see family. Um, maybe, maybe a longer trip down there. I did take two quick trips by myself uh, to California last the end of 19 and I had to go to two, two funerals down there, but we didn't get, that's not visiting family. That's not the same circumstance. Right. So uh, we, we did this amazing trip to Hawaii that, that was just, I wouldn't change a thing about it. It was perfect. And uh, I'd like to do more like that. I've always also had a, a dream of uh, kind of getting an RV and taking them and having them tell me where they want to go. So that, that's something that I'd like to do that doesn't necessarily involve traveling too far or at least out of the United States. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I've only ever been to now Hawaii, California, and was very, very young, the East Coast, but nothing that I'd remember. So I think I, I'd like to take them and, and see some cool stuff around here. That sounds great. And um, now where's the car business going to take you? Are you a finance guy now for life, or what do you plan on doing in the car business? You know, that's a really good question, man. I, I, I really enjoy finance, and I work with the guy that you know well, Mookie. And uh, he, he's worked at all positions. I mean, he's been a desk guy. He's been a GSM. He's been a GM. Um, I've always thought that desking is something I'd really like to do. Uh, but it would take the right circumstance for that. Um, but for now, yeah, I, I think F&I is where I'm at. I don't, I don't actually know that I would want to change in my current, current situation. Um, as you know, I think you told me this many, many years ago, you know, Desking is not difficult in the sense it's data entry. It's managing people, right? And that's something, that's a challenge I'd love to take on, man. I'd love to see uh, people like myself that are coming in and, and young or, or people that have been doing it for a while and know, know what they're doing uh, and, and see if I can't help everybody do better um, or just be there for support. Because uh, just like we started off talking about uh, you know, Anita, when you, when you have somebody that's, that's good at their job and then you, you're not even saying somebody's bad at their job, but you get someone different. You don't realize what you had until it's gone. Right. And you can apply that to quite a few things in life. Um, so I, I would like that challenge. I would like to, to do that. We got a couple of greener guys that are in their, their early twenties in the industry. And, uh, I, I would like the challenge of being on the desk, but for now where I'm at, I'm, I'm pretty content in finance. Yeah, well, that seems like a really wise way of looking at it. And uh, you got time on your side. You know, you you are doing the right thing by enjoying your family right now. And uh, especially those extra hours that you can get any time in the evening is is so key. And uh, I'm sure you'll, you'll get any job that you want when you decide that you really want it. And uh, you have the talent to do it for sure. And uh, it seems like you're maturing and, and really coming into your own to where you could you could do anything that you want in the car business. Absolutely. Yeah. I had some good mentors, man. 
So what do you want to say, uh, Justin, as we wrap up, as we wrap up, what do you want to tell people if they're just now, if they're thinking about getting in the the car business or if they're, you know, thinking about selling cars, what would be what you would would tell them and then uh, anyone that you want to shout out? Uh, I would say that uh, it is a job that you will get out of it what you put into it, 110%. And it's one of those things where my personal experience was it took me a couple of years of selling cars to realize that I was capable. And once I saw that I was capable, uh, I applied myself a little more and more each time and, and got to a point where I never ever in my younger years would have thought I would have been able to achieve. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, I'm not in any danger of retiring super crazy early or anything like that, but it, just having the family and having, having a, safe home and living up here it's just it's nothing like what i was growing up and i think the car business has provided me that and um as far as the people does it, does it like i remember a speech that uh, larry poe remember larry poe gave about uh, car salesman at a christmas party and i was so uh it changed my perspective on our job and uh i really actually sincerely enjoyed working for you uh Thank and you. and it, it, that mold that molded me quite a bit. I'd like to think that uh, that actually had a really big impact on me. So, you know, I've been at Weston's now just short of eleven years, um, going on eleven years, and that's that's it's a pretty cool thing for me. So I don't know as far as you know, moving around. We we both know guys that have jumped from from dealer to dealer. I'm always big on staying in one place unless there's a, a really beneficial reason, no lateral movement. Uh, I but I like where I'm at with my job. I like finance a lot and uh, I actually love people. Man. So it's really cool. You know, 99% of people are awesome. Right. So, uh, and the other 1% is, is, is what you get in any, any job anywhere at any time. So, uh, just trying to keep doing it, doing it as well as I can, uh, help everybody I can. I really, really thoroughly enjoy helping some of the younger guys out when I can. Um, and, and yeah, and just keep pushing. Good stuff, bro. Good stuff. Thanks yeah. for coming on, man, and uh, and uh, filling me in. Yeah, buddy. It's good to see you, man. All right, Real quick, we'll how, are you, how are you doing? Oh, you know what? Uh, we we would have to. I'm writing a book, so it'll it'll be in the book, but. <laughs>